Yes. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> I, I want to be in that. Wow. Who do you want to be? I want to be Captain Hook. Okay, well, you can't. we can't both be the same person. You wanted to be Captain Hook? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll be... um. The the one that Cameron Cameron Boyce did. Cameron, yes, yeah. yes. The one Dalmatian. Yes, yes. I'll be him. Hello, and welcome to episode twenty of Theater Nerds. I'm your host Rachel Jones, and I'm your other host Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your hairdresser's son's production of Honk Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. And we'd love to hear from you guys. So please leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's right. Keep them coming, Theater Nerds. To find out more about the Theater Nerd cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com. Or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing the Summer Theater Preview. Rachel, before we dive into the summer theater preview, uh, let's, of course, briefly discuss our thoughts on the 2022 Tony Awards, which, as of recording this, it's only been a couple days since the Tonys. Uh, Of course, releasing this, it's been uh, eight days since the Tonys. Wow. Um, Of course, we wish we could have done an immediate reaction, but we're not that speedy. Um, but I, you know, we decided to just do a little, you know, our little mini Tony's Rewind in this beginning, uh, segment here. Uh, I, I thankfully, you know, I was driving home from a trip and so I didn't get to watch it live, unfortunately, but I caught it up, uh, caught up on it on Paramount Plus, not a sponsor. Um, got they that- wish they were a sponsor. Yeah. Right, they wish got that free trial though. So all of you, if you haven't watched it yet, go get so that. So you have, you have seven days, or that maybe it's fourteen. Out. I don't know what else I can watch on Paramount Plus. Maybe I'll peruse after this. But um, <laughs> so anyway, tell me your thoughts on the show overall. Um, I'm sure we both have some some interesting tidbits. Thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> so tell I me. Have some, I have some thoughts overall. Um, you know. I think that we talked about this before um, what we thought that when we made the predictions of what we thought the Tony Awards were going to be, we talked about seeing a Stephen Sondheim tribute yep. with Bernadette Peters and we could have bet money on it because she was like, there. You like saw the future. Like you were- I did. I saw into the future. But um, yeah, so that was normal. Uh, we are had, I think we didn't talk about it, but we knew ahead of time who was writing the opening 
uh, number. Um, and so it was clear for, I think, us to know what that was going to be like, right. I, I think. Um, I got to say, just a, I was a little underwhelmed on the Steven, Steven Sondheim tribute. I was, it I was know. like one song. I kind of loved the Grammys one a little bit better. I got to say, the Grammys one was really great. Yeah. I, you know, what it has to be hard is we, there was so many tributes. There were so many tributes at the right. beginning, um, right when we, we learned and they sang Sunday in the park with George and everyone came out to you know, into Times Square to sing. And there were two or three moments like that before. Yeah. So this, this felt more staged. It felt more put together. And I, I, um, so yeah, I don't really have that many thoughts on that. Overall, I, we, I wasn't that surprised by winners. Um, I felt like going in, there was such a range of people and such a range of, uh, nominations that I, I really wasn't shocked to see that there was no one who swept the Tonys. I, of course, was reading some reviews afterward, and which is always so interesting to hear what other people have to say. Right, right. But some people, um, you know, I, I think the New York Times and maybe even the the Washington Post, the critic, the theater critics there were saying that they were shocked to um, see that a strange loop didn't sweep, and I, I had no thought that a strange loop would sweep i figured that there would be such a move for all these other categories of musicals that we haven't been able to experience in the last year and a half to two years that of course one there in my mind there was never going to be one tony one one show that swept for this tony's because it had been such a long time to actually have live theater and so you saw that you saw the traditional type roles and and um revivals and other things be mm-hmm. rewarded and and names be rewarded and then you also saw some sprinkling in of new things like six one best score incredible um, which is awesome oh, so i felt like i felt like most everyone was competitive well the, i will say the, the only show that was nominated for best musical that didn't win anything was mr saturday night um which is a shame i thought their performance was so fun yeah it was fun and, and I mean, I saw there's a Instagram account of, that we follow on our show, and I encourage all of you to follow the Broadway for Me account that said, "Oh, they're yeah, the, such an amazing account." Said like the Mr. Saturday Night performance was so chaotic, but like so lovely, and I yes. like, and I I totally agree. It was like, wait, what's going on? And then and then it ended up being really great. Um, so it gave yeah. me major follies vibes, if I'm honest. Yeah. And just again, Shoshana is just a queen. She's so wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I, what were I, your I, initial thoughts, Taylor? Well, I will say we haven't talked about yet how great Ariana was. Ariana DeBose, the host. She did a, and she, I feel like it was just really a huge showcase of like, Look how great Ariana DeBose's voice is. Like literally, <laughs> why is she so amazing? How can she wear all these outfits and dance yes. like this and sing all at the same time and be thrown into the air? Yeah. Oh, incredible. And also like Lynn's face watching her was like a proud like dad of watching. It was amazing. <laughs> so great. Cute. Um, but I loved that she really had this and the whole night was this like huge celebration of like the swings and the backstage people and the uh, the people that made, I mean, the, one of the six girls, they said she had literally just like 
started her rehearsals like nine hours before or something. Yeah. Like yeah. that, it's crazy. That's so crazy. And of course, we're seeing even now the aftermath that Hugh Jackman is got COVID. Yeah. So look, can we pause for yeah. a quick second yeah. and talk about this? Because this, oh, yeah. I have, I have a few controversial thoughts about the Tonys, and this is one of them. Because that Sutton Foster didn't sing. <laughs> yeah. But because I okay, when we were making our predictions, I said I wonder if they're gonna do it like they do the um, Thanksgiving Day Parade, where it's technically live performances that happen and are taped right? and then live broadcast. And then the winners will come back to that theater. I mean, like all the theaters are dark that night. Just have them. No one, like no one, no one has a night show on Sunday. So like just have a group of people be able to do it in their theater. And then, you know, they can come back because it makes the most sense. And here's what we saw was the, when you were looking at the recording of the Tonys while it was happening, all of the video was of people who were not masked. And I understand that we want to have a good time. And obviously the people on the stage, just like when you see a Broadway show, the people on the stage don't have a mask on. But for people who continue to tell that, like the audience what a you know, how amazing the COVID safety people have been, how amazing the swings have been to see people like even Ariana and the audience singing in the audience, the marching band coming down the aisles and the entire front section of people like Patti Lapone, who we've seen on a video yelling at an audience member to put on their yeah. mask, not having masks on, even though you were told, right? during the show that everyone in the balconies had masks on that doesn't matter when you're seeing this image um and i think you know one of the things that we have the advantage of is hindsight and there are quite a few people who now have covid because of not just probably that but the after parties and i get that that's like you know on them that's their choices but what the representation of a theater or broadway um unified front on fighting COVID for so long. And even now, if I was an audience member, I have to sit there with the mask on and someone right. tells me I have to have a mask. And to see all these stars not have a mask on for one of the most watched things, if you're not in the theater world, was just really, it was really jarring. It was really hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. I, it wasn't something that I thought about. That's so interesting. Well, because I didn't think about it at first. Mm -hmm. I was watching, you know, watching the opening number and I was like, this mm -hmm. is so fun. And then you pan to the audience and then it's no one that you see is having a mask on. Right. Right. Um, but as we wrap up here, I did want to ask you, did you have a favorite performance from the night? I was going to say that I think, you mean, does it have to be one of the shows that performed? No, because mine's not. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'll let you have that. Well, mine I is Spring say... Awakening. Okay. <laughs> spring Go awakening. ahead. Tell me more. Well, the Spring Awakening, I think, first of all, well, and of course, Six was great, but I've seen that been, you know, I've seen that, that song be performed like a million times already. So, mm -hmm. but I... The Spring Awakening performance just, like, it just made me, like, so happy. And I feel like 
I love Skylar Aston in the documentary, but I feel like his voice got stronger somehow in this performance. Like it was that's so because he's good. on Broadway right now or yeah. off Broadway. That's te- true. That's true. He's probably done more training since yeah. then. And I just, it was so, I feel like I don't have a like deep, like connection to that show as a like being like growing up with it. But now mm-hmm of course doing our deep dive and watching the documentary now i'm like man this is like one of the best shows like ever written um so it just really like was so cool to see all that and just jonathan groff makes me so happy and i love him it was so he great stand on stage himself and i would they like... all just looked so good and like they're it was so simple it was just like they were all in black and oh it was amazing it was amazing that it was, was really favorite. good i yeah. love that oh I was going to say that actually my surprising favorite was the Paradise Square. Yeah. Um, Very good. Uh, song. It was so good. And then mm. she won the Tony Award. And, she, and I was, was like, well, I feel what. Well, yeah. Which was super emotional. And I was like, I feel like you deserve it after me watching you. Yeah. Screaming your head off, basically. It was it just was very powerful. And yeah. It was unexpected and I, cause I had looked up that show and when you look up the three songs that you can see, that's not one of them. So it just, it was great. It, it was good. And I, I really liked it. Um, I wanted more from a strange loop, but it was also, I, but I do love that song. And so I do, you know, yeah, it was good. But one okay. thing I do like, I'm happy for Miles Frost because I think he's a great dancer and I think he captured MJ pretty well from what we saw and from videos I've seen. But I don't know with all like the controversy that has surrounded Michael Jackson since his death. And I'm just like, are we, and, and like how much is that included in the show? Probably not at all. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I'm like, should we really be like awarding this person that, also did some horrible things to people like i don't know it's it's very tricky this is a very good question about you know what are we what are we paying tribute to i had the privilege to see miles frost sing at um miscast for mcc theater so he was not in his character and he was absolutely phenomenal i was floored he was so good he's one of the youngest people ever nominated for this category let alone to win the youngest person to win the best actor yeah yeah and he he just is really great and i understand that he has portrayed michael jackson very well um i i i think it's hard right because i hear what you're saying and i agree i feel we should i feel mj should not exist on broadway in the sense of like we've learned so much about him and what's come out and like we should really explore that or understand what this looks like but i also think that that should that weight of that and the decision of that fall on someone who's portraying a character so very well and giving their all Right. right like when you watch a show and and someone has made an artistic choice or director's choice, it the actor's not to blame. Right. And so, but mm. it's it's really hard. I, I see that that's really hard. Um, I was proud of him. I was very excited for him because I I I think that it will be kind of like a launching pad, like Ain't Too Proud was for for the winners. Yeah. Um, because I I just can imagine him 
in a space that is so much bigger than a jukebox musical. And I can imagine it soon. So I I completely understand what you're saying. And I agree. I, I feel uncomfortable awarding someone like Michael Jackson. Um, right. But I think that separate from the role, mm. uh, his talent is is great. And I'm excited for what his future might be outside of MJ. Right. Yeah, it will be. And also, you know, original Hamilton cast member Ephraim Sykes was supposed to play this role. And yeah. I wonder how different it would have been. It's a it's a really interesting what if. I will say, just to wrap up, the I do think Miles had the best acceptance speech of the night. Mm-hmm. His was so it had heart, it had humor, he was very funny. He really like thanked a lot of the right people. Like yeah. it just seemed it was very well put together. So I loved that. But and he I felt he was confident and humble. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, I do want to shout out just Tyler Ferguson and Matt Doyle. They oh, love. Oh, yeah. They they've been in the business such a long time and they deserved both of their wins so much. So, so ex- amazing. Uh, um, well, that that concludes our 30 minute <laughs> discussion. <laughs> oh, quick no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Um, Hope you have a great week. So, we're going to switch over to the summer theater preview. We. So I kind of got this idea when I pitched it to Rachel. I was like, listen, there's a podcast I love that does movie movie preview every year. Like, I think we could do something similar with the theater. But then I was like, wait, there's so much. What are we going to do? There's so much theater everywhere. So we each kind of took like, we're going to talk about our own cities that we live in. So if you guys are near or live in the same city, you guys can check out some local stuff that where we live. But then also we're going to talk about different regions. But so we're just going to do some different regions and talk about maybe what's playing. And then we'd love to hear from you guys. If you guys in your, you know, towns and your cities, what you guys are um, seeing and what you're excited for to see this summer. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm excited. We're going to briefly mention some stuff that's coming to Broadway, some things we wanted to talk about. I think the biggest thing Rachel and I were talking about before recording was Into the Woods. I think it's a huge, I mean, it's, I I don't think anyone expected it to go to Broadway. I think it maybe it was like a pipe dream, but it just so popular that I think they were like, well, let's do a limited. Like, do you think it'll be nominated next year? Like, do you think it could Can it be? be? How many weeks? I see. This is when I need to get the Tony rule book out and I be know. like, how many weeks does a thing have to run in order for like, it to be nominated? Sarah Morales win that Tony? Like, could she? <laughs> I mean. I don't know. I do just want to mention some of these people in the cast, of course, Sarah Borales, Brian Darcy James as the oh, witch, Patina, Patina Miller as the witch, Philip Hsu as Cinderella is the so most excited. perfect casting I have I ever heard. Of course, coming from before Gavin Creel as oh. Cinderella's prince and the wolf, and then Joshua Henry as Rapunzel's prince, right? Yes. Yes. It's just, and then of course, all the, most of the cast from Encore is basically the same after that. So it's just, it's insane. It's running at the St. James Theater in New York from June 28th to August 21st. And tickets are still on sale. None none of it's sold out yet. The tickets are pretty reasonably priced because I've checked at least four times to see if I can go. (laughs) I unfortunately cannot, but, you know, go out and see, go out and see. Any thoughts on Into the Woods, Rachel? 
Um, I too wish I could go see it. And I wonder if it'll extend to Labor Day weekend and then I could go see it. Um, no, I I am very excited. It would be incredible if this was able to be Tony nominated and then won Best Revival. I would die. I or would love it. Or if we got a cast recording, maybe. I would love that. A yeah. pro shot, another pro shot. Like, Ooh, let's just make it happen. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yes, absolutely. Any I, other Broadway shows you want to shout out? Yeah, one other Broadway show that is opening, I believe, or a previous start July 6th is The Kite Runner. Um, uh, yeah, it is a play uh, from based off the best-selling novel by Khaled Hosseini, and um, yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. I don't know how that's going to be. It's a 17-week run only, mm. um, but I think you know, I I I feel like I would go see it. I read that book. Did you read it, Tay? I did not. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I think it it'll be an interesting adaptation. Um, mm. I do like the idea of making books into to plays. Yeah, uh, I think that there's there's something beautiful there. I was I it's at first a play. It's not a musical. A haunting play. Ooh, I know there's puppets involved. I believe. <gasps> I'm really or is, excited. Or am I thinking of? Are you thinking of? Um, yeah, yeah, different, <laughs> different. The so this the is coming from the off-brand Aladdin. <laughs> Oh, you can't it's say like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Okay, so should we also say what's closing on Broadway? Yeah, so I have some shows here. I'm sure you wrote okay. them. I'm sure you have some similar. POTUS is closing. Yeah. And soon RIP. I, I, I wonder if they'll extend it because I've heard it's been doing really well. Um, but they close right as of right now, August 14th um what else do you have yeah girl from the northern con north country yes. is closing the uh, soon next week yeah soon um plaza, <laughs> yeah plaza suite american buffalo and Macbeth were all scheduled to yes. close mm. so they they're closing in july yeah. the minutes is also closing, closing in july, in july. Yep, that's what i have um yep. and dear evan hansen is closing in september we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and Come From okay. Away is also closing. Yes, absolutely. And then I did want to shout out, not a closing, but um, Skylar Aston, as we talked about, is in Little Shop of Horrors right now. Yes. Um, he is there until July 3rd. And then Rob M McClure of Mrs. Doubtfire Aww. is joining the cast on July 12th. So you guys should go check or that out. Or right? Something Rotten. Or um Chaplin. Or Beetlejuice. Or Beetlejuice. So many shows. He has done so many shows. Like it's kind of crazy. He's awesome. Uh yeah. So those are some of the Broadways. If you guys are in New York, of course, go check out these shows that are closing. Go check out Into the Woods if you can. Um, of course, shows that nominated or won. I mean, Company. I'm, sh you know, I'm sure is amazing, and you check it. It's an amazing show. And go see a Strange Loop. Yeah, go see Strange Loop. Go see, you know, um, Paradise Square. All the Paradise Square. All the ones six. Go see all of them. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, we're saying we're thinking of endless money. You do the yeah. tickets. You got it. Um, bring us if you're coming. 
Yeah, let me know if you're planning yeah. a trip to New York and would like two or companions. We have them. We're happy, happy to make it happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so we're going to talk about first some stuff that's playing in our area first. Okay. Rachel, do you want to talk about what's playing in Nashville first? What is playing in Nashville? Ooh, I'm excited. Okay. So I'm going to go in opposite order of the way I thought it was going to go. Um, yeah. Switching it up. Okay. So what is playing in Nashville is we, like most cities, um, have a summer series that is at least one Shakespeare show. And of course it is outside. Um, and I was trying to look up the history of when we started doing this, um, not just Nashville, but in general, because you will note when we go over what's playing in the summer that quite a few things are happening outside. Um, and so I just feel like we're going back to our roots, back to our theater roots when we do this. And um, at Nashville Summer Shakespeare, they always put on two shows. It's outside July and August. And this time they're putting on Cymbeline, which I've never seen produced. I don't think I've ever wow. read it, the play. And then they're also putting on August Wilson's Gem of the Ocean. So cool. if you're in Nashville, this is at One City and Cymbeline is Thursdays through Sunday, August 18th through 21st, and then into September. And then August Wilson's Gem of the City is also Thursdays through Sunday, starting at the end of August. And then they re they reverse their date. So when um, Cymbeline's playing, then the next weekend is August Wilson's Gem of the Ocean, mm. which I recommend going to both. And if you're in Nashville and listening to this and you don't already have plans to see this with me, you should. So you should DM me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what else is playing in Nashville? Um, something else that I cannot wait to see is Assassins. Ooh. Okay, it's playing uh, in Nashville at Bucket List Productions, um, which <laughs> by Dark Horse Theater, which is on Charlotte Avenue if you're in Nashville. And it, this Ooh. is playing starting July 8th until the 23rd of July. Oh, cool. um, Such a great show. I'm super into that. Yeah, right Music and Lyrics by Stephen Sondheim. So mm. you want to go and you should go. We should all yeah. go. Um, okay, so the other thing that is playing in Nashville that I wanted to talk about is May We All, which is a new country musical yes. <laughs> featuring songs by uh, Dolly Parton, Casey Musgraves, Chris Stapleton, Keith Urban, Brooks and Dunn, Old Dominion, Little Big Town, Kenny Chesney, Miranda Lambert, and Florida Georgia Line. This sounds like a real pop musical. Oh, yeah, it's super pop. Yeah. But anyway, um, yes, it is playing at TPAC, and uh, I'm going to see it. I will let you know. I'll give you a quick review um, after I've seen she'll it. Send you, she'll send you a voice memo. I will indeed send you a voice memo. <laughs> I, I'm really excited to see it. Um, I've looked at they, – they just started previews. I think we are officially into week two of previews, and then I think it opens this week or early next week officially. Um, and they have a guest star come in most performances to sing one of the songs. Um, so I'm really interested. This is like a weird take on a jukebox musical, but also maybe similar to um, kind of reminds me of SpongeBob, the musical, oh, because yes. SpongeBob yeah. was written by a lot of different 
uh, artists. Artists, right. So I, I'm really intrigued to see it. And I'm excited to see all of these shows. And if you're in town, please let me know. One other thing that I, I want to say that probably Taylor will also may, may also mention, but Broadway.com or no, Broadway World. Wow, back up. Broadwayworld.com <laughs> has a, a not a sponsor, but they have a great um, website in general. It's full of all sorts of things. But you can search musicals and plays, including school plays and um, church theater and everything you ever wanted in the search bar at, by your location. So I can look up things happening near, you know, Nashville, and I can see that Annie Kids is happening in, in, at Trinity United Methodist Church in Memphis. <laughs> so you can see all of these things. I think that that's Perfect. really great. If you're like, hey, I don't know if there's theater near me or there's no big theater group near right. me, I promise you there's some kind of theater near you. And Broadway World uh, has a great access for you to be able to find out. So I that's gotta my plan. I got to say, I didn't know that. That's what? so cool. No. Yeah, that's always I where I go something. for first information. I'm like, what is so, happening on Broadway World? I'm, I know what I'm doing after this reporting. <laughs> <laughs> that's how um, I ended up, as a side note, that's how my friend and I ended up seeing... Um, a very what we what we didn't realize was a freshman stage musical version of a musical we both wanted to see because I had looked it up on Broadway World. So all right, okay. so love that everyone go visit Rachel in Nashville. Um, some in Norfolk, Virginia. In case you guys didn't know, that's where I'm located. Um, there's a lot of you know stuff happening around in the kind of greater city areas, but in our little you know, Beach City, we have some fun local productions here. First, the Little Theater of Norfolk is playing Pippin. <gasps> I know, we've got magic to do. Just fine. Uh, August 5th through the 28th, so fun. And then the Little Theater of Virginia Beach, which is just 20 minutes away, they got two little theaters here, um, <laughs> is doing, speaking of Rob, Mc, Rob McClure, um, is doing something rotten. Aww. This summer, so uh, and I actually already have tickets to it, so I will be seeing it. Yay! Um, it's it opens July fifteenth and ends on August seventh. So go see those. Um, two other or three other places. Excuse, me, I have three other places on my list. Okay. Um, one uh, at playing at a larger venue here at the Chrysler Hall uh, is uh, Schoolgirls or the African Mean Girls play. Uh, oh good that's the touring off broadway yes yeah. sounds like very intriguing it opens july 1st and it's a short run ends july 3rd um uh, and then the hurrah players which i believe <gasps> is where shut I up i used to go to camp at the hurrah players no yes i went to intensive camp when you think wow yeah. my first introduction to hairspray the musical was there we did a whole tech teched out version of that the same summer that the the music the movie was coming out uh, and amazing i tap danced so you're welcome wow so hurrah players speaking um people who went to hurrah players grant gustin who plays the flash and also adrian warren who was in the tina turner musical amazing. Um, they both came from hurrah players they're doing a musical of descendants this summer <gasps> yes oh, I, so <laughs> oh, I want to be in that wow 
Who do you want to be? I want to be Captain Hook. Okay, well, you can't. We can't both be the same person. You wanted to be Captain Hook. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll be um the the one that Cameron Cameron Boyce did. Yes, yeah. yes. The one Dalmatian. Yes, yes. I'll be him. Amazing. This is how much I know about Descendants. I've seen it twice. <laughs> I should know more, but it's fun. <laughs> Um, so that's playing from July 22nd to the 24th. So get your tickets for that. Lastly, okay, this I have a beef to pick with this theater company. Oh this my. Is Theatrix Productions. Um, they were supposed to do a production of Ragtime this summer. Rachel Rachel already knew this. I talked about this with Rachel. They are no longer doing ragtime. Oh, it is nowhere the on their website. The and outrage. Listen to this musical. Listen, this is a fine musical, but now they're yeah. doing the Sound of Music, which is Boo. a musical. Yeah, but no. Yes. <laughs> yes, they should be doing ranked. So anyway, that's playing. I truly really thought call. you were going to say Susical, and I would have <laughs> felt bad, and then also <laughs> been like, what? Susical with Tom Holland. Everyone go check out our last episode. Um, <laughs> so yes, that's playing from August 12th to August 14th. I guess go support them, but listen, they're just <laughs> They should have done ragtime. That's all I'm gonna. No, I'm just kidding. They uh, should have done yeah. ragtime. Yes. Yeah. But... Sound of Music's a good classic show, but it's nothing like ragtime. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome, we're doing fun stuff. I'm definitely gonna go see something rotten, of course. But I'm hope hopefully can check out some other shows this summer as well. Yay, summer shows in our area. Yeah, we love it. We also want to shout out in Washington D.C. the uh, world premiere of the musical American Prophet, um, which is showing at Arena Stage Company. And that is all about the life of Frederick Douglass. And you guys should definitely check this out. It looks like an incredible um, creative team and cast as well, um, starring Cornelius Smith Jr. You guys should definitely check that out. Yes, I'm planning to be in D.C. for work, and I'm trying to snag a ticket one Ooh. night while I'm there. So That um, starts July 15th and ends August 28th, if you guys are in the greater D.C. area. Um, so Rachel and I both, we kind of approach this a little bit differently. Which I love. Um, which, yeah, we're different people. We got different mindsets, you know? Um, so- <laughs> Shock to the audience. I know. Everyone's like, wait, I thought Rachel and Taylor were the same people. Yeah. Um, so I kind of looked up different touring things that are happening on the East Coast and in the South. And then, Rachel, what did you find in your findings? I was looking up shows that I felt or or festivals of shows in the Midwest at area and in the west coast that i felt were significant to bring up so i might not name them all but the the rest all of them will be in the show notes all of the Mm -hmm. shows that we've talked about the links will be in the show notes which will be the long a long list for you Long list. Um, but taylor do you want to go first or do you want me to go first well i'll let you go first and then maybe i'll do a little rapid fire of all my of all my of all my touring shows sounds good So um, in the West Coast and on the north side of the West Coast, uh, the Oregon Shakespeare Festival is happening. So you should definitely check that out if you're in that area. 
link in the show notes for more details. Also, speaking of Shakespeare, San Diego's Old Globe Theater, once again, most of these are outside. Um, San Diego's Old Globe Theater is doing Taming of the Shrew and Midsummer Night's Dream. Another amazing outside thing that I will one day go to is the Hollywood Bowls production that always happens in the summer. And this year, the the um, production is kinky boots um Ooh. and kelly marie tran will be there she you know she's from star wars so you'll want to be there yep if you were anyone you want to be there <laughs> kinky boots um okay so that is happening uh in the midwest um there is quite a lot happening in the med- midwest you would think wow that what kind of theater happens in the midwest but actually there is a lot especially what? in the summertime Traditionally, Broadway actors would journey or go from their place or from their regions on the coast and move to the Midwest. One big place that we know is uh, the Mooney, uh, which is in St. Louis. And so good. It's so good. I've never seen a show there. It's also outside. But mm. tons of Broadway actors come Um and and perform they their 104th season is this year and they're doing a wow. lot of things chicago camelot mary poppins sweeney todd the color purple joseph and the amazing teller color dream coat what the amazing technicolor dream coat because that's <laughs> a lot um but they're also doing legally blonde which is what you've seen on tiktok if you guys are theater people you've seen all the audition mocks and everything about the legally blonde musical and that is happening at the mooney for the 104th season there are quite a few other things but the one i really wanted to highlight was noir which is a world premiere musical um at the alley theater in houston um duncan sheik is the composer he wrote spring awakening and kyle jarrow um also wrote in this and he's the spongebob musical so everyone's in here um which is great and uh i was gonna name who was in it but i can't remember chrissy altamore is in it yeah um and so yeah it gives it gives really i mean i've seen all the the photos the of the opening and it looks amazing and it is outside. And I think that if you are around the Houston area uh, this summer playing through July 3rd, so you don't have much time to see it, but let mm. us know and let us know if you've seen it and how you feel about it. I'm looking at pictures now. It looks incredible. So yeah, <laughs> let, us know. let us know. Uh, okay, I Taylor. love those. Those are so wonderful. I'm so glad that we did different things. Yeah. <laughs> so we could learn from each other. I did some touring shows that people, I'm just going to rattle off. Listen, touring shows really are what provide um, theater kids like us that live in the middle of nowhere a chance to see a little glimpse of Broadway. So I hope yes. that people um take advantage of these you know shows if they're touring in your area uh of course if i don't name an area it's only because i was tasked with doing the east coast and the south so (laughs) that's why no just kidding but we'll provide um links to the websites and see if it's touring in your area 
I w- I'm going to rattle through some shows here. So Bands Visit is playing in D.C. at the Kennedy Center from July 5th to July 17th in Cincinnati, Ohio at the Aronoff Center for the Arts, July 19th through the July 24th, and in Richmond, Virginia at the Altria from July 26th to July 31st. Um, Beautiful, the Carol King musical is playing in Vienna, Virginia at the Wolf Trap Theater from June 21st to June 22nd. Dear Evan Hansen is playing at uh, in Philadelphia, Philly, Rocky, where I just was, at the Forest Theater from August 16th to August 28th. And it's also playing in D.C. at the Kennedy Center from August 30th to September 25th. What a long run that is. Going to our next one, Frozen is playing in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Belk Theater from June 15th to June 26th in Houston, Texas at the Hobby Theater, Hobby Center from June 30th to July 17th in Dallas, Texas um, at Fair Park from July 20th to August 7th and in Cleveland, Ohio at the KeyBank Theater from August 11th to September 11th. Our next one is... Again, this is like speed dating. We're just going. I love this. This is amazing. (laughs) We are doing Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton's playing everywhere, by the way. You will never not see a thing of Hamilton. But uh, as we should. I mean, it it deserves to go nowhere. It's playing somewhere right now uh, in the world. Uh, It's playing at New Orleans, uh, Louisiana at the Siegner Theater from June 21st to July 10th. It's playing in North Charles, South Carolina at the North Charleston Coliseum from July 12th to July 24th in Nashville, Tennessee at the Andrew Jackson Hall from July 26th to August 7th. And it is back in D.C. at the Kennedy Center from August 2nd to October 9th. So that is a huge run. If you're in D.C., go check that out as well. Uh, I believe my sister, Hannah, getting another shout out, is going to see that production in D.C. So, <laughs> oh, Amazing. Uh, next, we have Jersey Boys playing in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the Bendum, Benendum Theater Center on June 2nd, 7th through June 12th. It is playing in D.C. at the Kennedy Center from June 14th to June 26th. It's playing in Erie, Pennsylvania at the Warner Theater from July 19th to July 20th. And Toledo, Ohio at the Valentine Theater on July 21st. One night only. One night only. All right. Uh, next, we have Jesus Christ Superstar playing in Richmond at the Altria Theater in Virginia from hey. June 21st to June 26th. Playing in Memphis, Tennessee at the Orpheum Theater from June 28th to July 3rd. San, San Antonio, Texas at the Majestic Theater from July 5th to July 10th. And Fort Worth, Texas at the Bass Hall. July 12th through July 17th, Chicago, Illinois at the Cadillac Palace from July 19th through July 31st, and in Dayton, Ohio at the Schuster Center, Will Schuster, shout out, from Schuster Schuster from August 2nd to August 7th as well. The Lion King is playing in Temple, Arizona from July 7th to July 31st at the Gamage Center. Uh, mean Girls, the musical, is playing in, it's playing in a bunch of, Mean Girls is going everywhere. Grand Rapids, Michigan, De- DeVos Hall, June 21st to June 20, 26th. Schenectady, New York, Proctor's Theater, June 28th through July 3rd. 
Rochester, New York, Auditorium Theater, July 5th through July 10th. Baltimore, Maryland, Hippodrome Theater, July 12th through July 17th. Atlanta, Georgia. They go from Baltimore all the way down to Atlanta. I just want to make that clear. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia, Fox Theater, July 19th through July 24th. Fort Worth, Texas at the Bass Performance Hall, July 26th through July 31st. Austin, Texas at the Bass Hall, August 2nd through August 7th. San Antonio, Texas at the Majestic Theater, August 9th through August 14th. Houston, Texas at the Hobby Center, August 16th through August 21st. And Appleton, Wisconsin in at the Fox Cities Theater, August 24th. Through August 28th. That is just Mean Girls, everyone. Whoa. It's a lot Wild. of traveling. Next, we have Oklahoma, which is playing in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You should see this. Yes, Rachel recently saw this. Playing in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Tulsa Performing Arts Center uh, from June 17th to June 19th, and also playing in Fort Worth, Texas at the Bass Performance Hall from June 21st to June 26th. Uh, next, we have Pretty Woman, the musical. Pretty Woman, walking down the street. Um, Different musical. Yeah, you're right. Uh, playing at Oklahoma City at the Civic Center Music Hall, August 16th through August 21st. Playing in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Tulsa Performing Arts Center, August 23rd through August 28th. And in Dallas, Texas at the AT&T, not a sponsor, Performing Arts Center. Um, from July 26th through July 31st. Next, we have Six the Musical, which I did not know this, and I'm so glad I'm so close to it, playing in D.C. at the National Theater from July 5th through September 4th. Um, so exciting. Ooh, Ooh. That's good. Yeah. Quick Next. trip to D.C., Tay. I know. Guys, we got two more. I'm almost done. Uh, we got... <laughs> this is like auction calling. So if you're still here with us, bless you. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird is playing in Schenectady, I can't even say, Schenectady, New York at the Proctor Theater, June 14th through June 19th, playing in D.C. at the Kennedy Center from June 21st to July 10th, playing in Philadelphia at the Academy of Music from July 12th through July 24th, playing in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Belk Theater from July 26th through July 31st, playing in Durham, North Carolina, at the Durham Performing Arts Center from August 2nd to August 7th, playing in Nashville, Tennessee. Hey. Hey, at the 10, Tennessee, I, I wrote this <laughs> an abbreviation, that's why I'm like, what? T-Pac, yeah. Playing at the Tennessee Performing Arts Center, apparently mm -hmm. abbreviated. T-Pac. t yes. Um, from August 9th to August 14th. And Lastly, playing in Memphis, Tennessee at the Orpheum Theater from August 16th through August 21st. Lastly, we have Hancock um, playing from uh, June What did you say? Because I missed it. I said Wicked. Oh. I was too busy laughing because I thought you were done with To Kill a Mockingbird. And then I realized you had one more. Okay. Wicked. Mm -hmm. yes. Boom. Uh, playing in Boston, Massachusetts at the Citizens Bank Opera House from June 8th through July 24th. In Minneapolis, Minnesota at the Orpheum Theater from July 27th through August 28th. And finally, playing in our 
home, our birthplace home of Richmond, Virginia, at the Astoria Theater from August 31st to September 11th. So. Wow. Wow. I know. Theater. It'd be happening. It'd be happening. I think all of this is to say that, like, yeah, theater is, like, thriving. It's going. It's going places. It's. Yeah. It is. It's physically going places. It's doing things. We're going to see it. You're going to see some. And also to see, like, how much work, like, how probably difficult it is for these performers to go from so many cities throughout the trip like i can't even imagine like i went to colorado two weeks ago and the altitude kicked me in the butt and then i just kept thinking like what do these performers do when they come and sing at altitude probably it's horrible so yeah yeah mad respect for everyone on tours mad respect for everyone on tours for everyone in local productions that people are gonna see this summer for everyone at a festival shakespeare festival and for everyone who's in charge of calling Mm -hmm. the show whether it's going to be put on or not because of weather bless you and that team and bless the ponchos um (laughs) (laughs) yeah so guys all of this to say is that we wanted to shout out all these shows and all these things so you guys can take this and find a local production in your area Maybe we didn't name one, but maybe it'll um, encourage you guys to go check out some local theater in your area, either maybe like a fun school kids production all the way up to like a touring professional production. Um, We love to support any type of theater here on Theater Nerds, um, and we hope you guys will too this summer. Yes, we hope so too. And yeah, we just love live theater. So thank you so much, Taylor, for discussing yes. summer theater preview yes. review. All right, Rachel, let's talk about character of the week. Yes, this is the segment where Taylor and I pick a theater character that we're feeling like for this week. So we think about how are we feeling and what character embodies those vibes. Those vibes. Um, We also would love to hear from your characters and also what you guys are, what shows you guys are loving in your area and also your thoughts on the 2022 Tony Awards. So tell me your thoughts about the Tony Awards. um, (laughs) Let us know, comment on our social media pages. Tell us what character you are this among the many other things. And you may get a shout out on a future episode of the show. Um, Rachel. How about I tell you my character first this week? Yes, please. So we were talking about with the summer theater preview, of course, it is now summer. You know, we we planned this episode. I don't know if Rachel knew this, but I planned this episode intentionally to come out right near, you know, the first day of summer, technically. Yes. So yes. I'm sure you knew. <laughs> Good job, Tay. Yes, I'm Proud so of you. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. But... For people that don't know, Virginia is summer basically starting in May. (laughs) So, and I'm sure the same in Nashville. And that's meaning that it is so hot here. It's Mm -hmm. like 80 or 90 degrees every day. And I'm just, it's so. With like 80 to 90% humidity. Yes. There's humidity everywhere. And also I just hate summer clothes. I just never Mm -hmm. know what to wear. I'm like, can I just like 
wear nothing and you know go out into the world no that's not acceptable <laughs> you can't wear nothing my wife says it's not well at least just like to be clear for the audience taylor is currently wearing a shirt that i can tell so <laughs> yes at least boxers and a t-shirt like is that fine i guess not so anyway because of this heat i am feeling like the uh heat man himself hades from hercules the <laughs> musical I'm just, I'm so hot. It's so hot out. So yeah, um, the musical that hasn't come into full fruition yet, but hopefully one day. Um, but let us not forget Jelani Aladdin. Right. Yeah, and okay. Roger Bart playing her, um, playing Hades. So yeah, amazing. So who wow, that was so good. This week. Okay. Similarly, it is so hot, and I was just thinking I can't be a hot character every week physically or (laughs) temperature-wise. You're just gonna be in air conditioning next week. I literally truly was like, all right, I gotta figure something else out. And so I was inspired by this by our theater review, how much Shakespeare was going on. And there's a Shakespeare play that I love very much. And there's this one character in particular who always seems to be outside. And although it is not the middle of the summer, I have had several night's dreams recently. (laughs) And I really feel like I just devise mischief. And I'm like, sometimes I'm a little fairy through the world. And so I am Robin Goodfellow or who you might know as Puck. From a Midsummer Night's Dream. Uh, and okay. I feel like their costume is always so great and so airy. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just, I vibe with that. Yeah. You're feeling the... the... My hair. My hair kind of matches. Yes, that that's, I was exactly going to say your hair. And kind of, like, Sprite from Eternals. Did you see Eternals? Yes. Like, Sprite, exactly. like, she's kind of a fairy-esque. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to be a fairy? No. So. I, yeah. No. I don't know anyone that wouldn't. Exactly. I just want wings. That's all I want. Wings. Yeah. Wings. Amazing. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so great. Well, yeah. Thank you, Rachel, for doing this episode with me. If you guys would like to join in on our discussion, check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at theaternerdpod and on Facebook. Can't forget that Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next week. Yay! Hercules! Hercules! Last night's song, Hercules on a roll, person of the week.